Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, my goodness. Old school on a Thursday. Uh, last night at PBA, quite the performance. Uh, it's always good when Nebraska makes ESPN, and it's for good news. It's for a good play. Kendall Moriarty from beyond half court. Desperation. Count it. Makes what desperate. Makes it, yeah. Well, you know, look, it was a play that they didn't want to have to run. They wanted the clock to run out. And – down to point four seconds, they make them. They make them play it. So she shoots the desperation and it goes in. Um, good, it's good. All my friends from around the country, man, you know that was exceptional. A bigger deal. There's several bigger points in the in in, in that discussion about last night's game because one, Izzy Bourne hits a thousand points, a um, thousand points, five hundred rebounds in that space. It was good to see her kind of flash again. Uh, in that space, it's a good win against Penn State. Improves them uh, to three and three in the Big Ten Conference, eleven to six overall. A Penn State team that's feisty. Uh, normally, uh, they're in every game. And look, I didn't. You don't expect them to get beaten by third. Like that's a better team than that. Uh, they kind of handcuffed themselves. So McKenna Marissa uh, had twenty-seven the last time she played here. She was five of nineteen from the floor. One of eight from beyond three. Uh, some of that's defense. Some of that's scheme. Some of that's forcing her late in the shot clock to take desperation threes, which is which is a great job uh, in that. Uh, they didn't shoot the ball well. Penn State was 18 to 63. Five of 21 from three. Ugh. Uh, ugh. Yeah, that's 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 not how uh, you want to play. They were out rebounded uh, by 19 rebounds for for, for Nebraska. 10, uh, 15 off the boards for Alexis Markowski, 9 for Jasselli. She's one rebound away from a triple-double. They took her out of the game early. Some folks whispered about that. Uh, six rebounds for Sam Hybe to go along with her seven points and four assists. But a 10, 10, and 9 night for Jasselli. Good to have her bounce back in that space. Uh, but Alexis Markowski with another double-double, 11 points, 15 rebounds on eight shots. Uh, she also had an assist. Um it, it's good to see Nebraska create in that space. I think the 22 turnovers are still too high. Uh, a lot of that was from Penn State pressure in the backcourt. Um, I taught that trap. We played, Most of my teams played with that trap. And it's if somebody beats the trap that you come from behind, that's another way. And then that turnover that you're going to get from tipping, tipping from behind – turns over into an easy bucket the other way. They limit that. Uh, Penn State only got nine fast break points off that. Uh, they did get 24 points off turnovers, but you think about that, 24, 51 points, that's all you got. Um, and no no time to real, really celebrate. Um, can I say this as well? The, the announced attendance last night was 3,000, just over 3,000, 3,082. Okay, so I was in a space with with some women fans, business leaders, folks of renown, folks who are known, and it bothers me. It bothers me. This Nebraska women's program has played well in its last 
50 games. Like we have a pretty good idea about the level of it. Um, even at 10 and five, there's enough reason to know what's in play, the, the, the importance of playing Penn State, a meaningful game and a stretch where Nebraska needs to get it going while they learn. And, yes, in transition, you're missing Allison Widener, a do-everything-all-the-time sort of player, both ends of the floor. She rebounds at both ends. She defends. She scores. She can shoot the jumpers. Three-level scores. She'll take it in the paint. She'll also high IQ, so she'll get the ball to the right person in space. Sam Hybe fighting the injury, coming back, getting her back, letting her play herself into, into Big Ten shape and then play herself into the current system with the current chemistry that's in play. Trying to figure out what to do with Manny Kroll. Trying to figure that out, right? That And it's important, right? Your new starter, missing Trinity Brady, who was your fifth starter, missing that. So you lost two starters so far. You get Sam Hybe back, who before her injury – was top 10 player in the Big Ten Conference. Mm-hmm. Easily said she was the pace in space for this team. She was the heart and soul. Right? Like, it was everything. She was the engine that goes. Izzy Bourne going through a couple of injuries with the shoulder, trying to figure out what's going on with her. Um, Alexis Markowski, she's no longer surprised. So people plan for her. They scheme for her. They know. Jess Shelley is a target. Look, she's a showcase player in the Big Ten now. She is the person on the marquee and on the ticket and in the game program. So there's no surprise. They're trying to figure out what to do with Callan Hake, who shows up last night, gives you 16 points, banging from three. Uh, but as a freshman, she's emerging, but we still can we count on that like we did with Allison Widener a year ago? Not yet. Not yet, but 16 points and four threes gives you something to speak of. Annika Stewart, who – is an enigma to me because she can help Nebraska in the Big Ten. A big that who can draw Big Ten bigs out into deep water, create some space, take a defender out of the paint. Um, you can catch and shoot with, with, with Ani. Um, she's going to shoot 40% from three. She's learning her relearning her mid-range game. I wish she finishes better at the paint, at the rim, like we want better. Mm-hmm. But that's going to happen. Here, here's an interesting comp for Annika Stewart. Huh? Can she turn into Brooke Lopez? She has to be. 3 and D kind of center? She has to be. Is, I think that can be a good role for her. She has to be because it plays off. It gives a different version of the big when Markowski goes mm-hmm. to the bench. It gives you a different version of the big when Maggie Mendelson goes to the bench. And Maggie's a legitimate big. She's mm-hmm. a Big Ten big. She's a Big Ten middle blocker, and she's a Big Ten big. Right. Like, she gave, like she gives a thing that come crunch time in the Big Ten, down the stretch, you're going to need Maggie Mendelson. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need for her to be comfortable, go ahead and get you points. And she's efficient. Maggie Mendelson is efficient. She gets good shots. She gets good looks. She affects teams defensively with her length and her athleticism because she can get up off the floor pretty quickly mm-hmm. in that space. Kendall Coley is another enigma because she's she can shoot the three. She's an instant offense, instant energy player. But she is Breidenbach in that she's going to make an exceptional play and then she's going to make a play that was just – too much energy for that time and place. Almost also similar in that 
very highly rated recruit. And so that's someone that you look at Nebraska's typical recruiting rankings. They don't get players like that a whole lot. Well, she should be – this should be her true freshman year. It should be. She graduated mm-hmm. early to get on the floor last year mm-hmm. and to get some experience. But she she's like Breidenbach, and that Breidenbach is just getting his grown-up Big Ten legs. Mm-hmm. The game's just starting to slow down for Breidenbach, mm-hmm. where he can do the things when he's supposed to do them, how he's supposed to do that's going to happen for Kendall Coley in a matter of weeks. Like, it's going to happen. So your second unit, and then there's Kendall Moriarty who misses Allison Widener. Like, she misses her because that was her running buddy. Like, they come off the bench, Batman and Robin, high five, let's go get it. Let's go do. They knew what each other needed. They they knew where they'd be on the floor. They knew where they liked the ball. They knew uh, they communicated, sometimes without even talking defensively. They, they covered for each other. They were great in the switch-offs. All of that. So Kendall has to relearn. She has to learn to play with Sam. She has to relearn to play with Jazz in that space because it's different. Learn to play with Maddie. Learn to play with Colin. It's all the stuff. But the numbers are starting to match up. Amy gets win number th- 300. Mm-hmm. Izzy gets her numbers. Sam's 27 minutes last night. She was shot two of ten, but with Sam's real legs, that's a five for ten night. She missed some chippies that are just fatigue shots. The last person on that team I worry about is Sam Hybe. Yeah, we Sam's know what she get, is, who she is. Right, like she's gonna she's gonna do that. So Nebraska checks all the boxes, which leads me to this: Where are the Husker basketball fans for these women? Where are you? Like this is a team. I'm telling you that. Look, with Widener and Hybe and Mendelssohn, this was a sweet this is a sweet sixteen team with all of those players offering all the things that they offer. They're a tournament team now. Mm-hmm. They in my mind, they're a higher seed, so they're a top half seed. They're not an eleven seed. I don't, no. I don't care what no. bracketology says. <laughs> they're not eleven seed. If they're eleven seed, whoever they face as a four got a problem. Big time problem. Or six. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a team that just go, man, we got Nebraska? Like, we got to face Sam and Jazz and, and Marquette. Like, really? And Izzy? Like, that four? That's that's impressive. This team is going to be a tournament team in the top half who needs fans to show up in the building to make PBA a difficult place to play in the Big Ten during the cold months. The fan base with another 1,000 fans could move Nebraska up to the top half of the Big Ten and to the top half of the tournament by winning two games that could go either way. Like, that's your that's what's needed. And so, look, I know that the, the folks have things to do. If you're a basketball fan, you, you're probably rooting – you're watching high school basketball. You're probably watching – you're watching the men. But my goodness gracious, Husker Nation – it would be a crime. It would be a crime for this team to not take advantage of PBA and the fan base. The two great opportunities to do it coming up. You look at this weekend, the next home game, last undefeated team in the Big Ten comes to town in Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Think, think they could use some support against a team like that? Oh, I think man. they could. Like, then, this is a big one. Then after that, yeah, you got to wait till uh, next Sunday. But again, weekend game, 
Maryland comes to town. You know what you already did to Maryland? You went to their building. You got one, DP. And they're pissed. <laughs> if Maryland's going to come in with pissed. their energy like that they're to PBA, pissed. girls can always use an emotional boost. These girls, you know, could use that emotional boost from the fans. And I think that's a Sunday. It's a it one is. o'clock tip, but mm-hmm. I also think that that's a Sunday that the NFL moves back to three thirty before its first game. So the two games are three thirty prime be. time. Right, so that's out of, time. right. That's out of play. Like I just remember that. Like my first women's game was a Sunday game, and I thought it's impressive for the three thousand, but it would have been more impressive at forty five hundred, five thousand for affordable seats. You could buy seats. The fan base, you you can you can get tickets to that. And then here's the other thing. Let me offer that to any fans that have women's tickets that can't make the games so you have the tickets you can't make and you can't get them resold call us call us because we have fans who would love tickets to go represent and support these young ladies so if you can't i want to say this for men's basketball for wrestling for track and field if you have tickets and can't use them get them to us at the station we'll get them to people that want to take families to games that don't get to go and can go and yell and scream at their highest for this. Like, this is a busy weekend. There's a track tournament. Starts Friday afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, indoor starts. Right, indoor. It's indoor. Even better. Right, it's <laughs> indoor. You ain't got to stress. Right? Pack, there's a packed to the Vanny wrestling meet. Mm-hmm. Friday night. Tomorrow night. Right, is that tomorrow night or Saturday night? Double checking before I right. speak out of turn here. But in play, right? Let's yep. let's support Mark Manning. We've got a number one tomorrow seed. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Yep, tomorrow night. Minnesota. You've got a number one seed. Uh, you got a number one wrestler in the country. You've got two number twos and I think a number four. All for the cost of $1, you could see it. Like for if a that. dollar. Like go and support the Huskers. Get off your butts. Go and make some noise. It's good for you. It's good for the, for the university. Good for the programs. Get a dope crew neck while you're at it. Now that right. that's why you should go. But you right. get a dope Mark crew neck. Man, text from Mark's man. Yeah, Mark, we got you, bro. Like this is this is real. And Mark, you know you're welcome to call in or stop by anytime you want our airwaves or your airwaves. As a matter of fact, coach, I still make the offer. A Coach Mark Manning show with wrestlers talking about what's going on is on the table. <laughs> Come on through here, Coach. Come on through. We got you back. Uh, we want support. Get out there and support these Husker teams. We'll throw the break. Final segment of Old School coming up.